everyone. This is Wedding Trip Movie Reviews with Murphy and Rodzinski. I'm Rodzinski. I'm Murphy. Uh, weddings movies. So let's movie review. Let's review movies. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing, Murph? I'm doing great, Rodzinski. <laughs> We're a great cop show. And then we can put in as many RoboCop references as possible. Absolutely. Steve can um, look uh, at me and go, Murphy, it's you. Murphy, it's you. Murphy, it's you. Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, it's a beautiful, windy, chilly Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Some spooky shit's going on around here. Is it in 3D? Uh, yeah. That uh, means it's the good one, then. Do-do-do. Boom, 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 boom. Fucking great music. <laughs> uh, so good. <laughs> that's right. Uh, another great thing about Friday the 13th Part 3 in 3D that is the music. Uh, well, we're coming to you live from uh, Steve's uh, lovely... Living room. This is a lovely living room we're looking at here. We got a lot of artwork around. A lot of art, a lot of collectibles, lots of figures, rangers. Whole range of rangers. Whole range of rangers. Danger, ranger danger? No. Rangers are in danger, Zordon. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, aye. aye, aye. Uh, we're here uh, through a series of reviews. We'll just be plinking out there, dropping them in there, splashing them in. Uh, we watched 2015's It Follows. And if you'll bear with me a second, we're low, we're low, low tech on these these uh, these reviews. It follows 2014. Premiered in Canes, but came out in March of 2015. Rated R, 100 minutes. A young woman is followed by an unknown supernatural force after getting involved in a sexual encounter. There you go. Or as my my summarization of this film, it, it's a uh, STD rape ghost. Yes, that, that's really what the film is about: an STD rape ghost. And a young woman struggles to deal with this. One of the worst kinds of ghosts. Worst kind of ghost you can deal with, an STD rape ghost. Um, Who are you going to call? Someone else to fuck. uh, Who are you going to call? Somebody else. That's a Casper (laughs) reference. That's a Casper reference. All you Casper fans out there. Casper heads out there. Cast heads. (laughs) Cast heads. Uh, Friendly ghosts. Friendly ghost heads. Uh, Let's go to our cast here. uh, this this cast list on IMDb is useless on the mobile app because it just doesn't make any damn sense. Oh no, it makes no sense. Uh, but the film is uh, directed and written by David Robert Mitchell. This is his third feature, uh, no, second feature film, third film. He did a short in 20, uh, 2004, if I'm speaking correctly. Uh, we follow uh, Micah Monroe uh, as our lead. Uh, I can bring up this plot here so I can follow it a bit better. Uh, so uh, let's just uh, fuck the plot, fuck it. Uh, let's get it. into it. Uh, Steve, this is the first time Steve saw the movie. I wanted to introduce, introduce it to him. Uh, let's just get Steve's uh, right bat, right off the bat. What'd you like about What'd you like about it? Follows Steve. Uh, what I liked about it was the cinematography, especially, uh, looked amazing. There was a lot of moving shots, a lot of uh, rack focus shots, a lot of stuff that would be hard to do with any sort of setup. For sure. um, and they, it's a beautiful looking film. Very beautiful. The colors are great. Um, it has its own style without being like a horribly gradient rendered or whatever mm. like with some weird color hue on it yeah but it still has its own very specific look uh so the cinematographer did a really really good job with that and the music i thought was really interesting it was different and unnerving it was a a little bit of synth yeah it definitely and, had those 80 synth vibes a uh, disaster piece is our uh, composer for this film uh yeah definitely gives you that Ambience give you a lot of ambience. Uh, then there are obviously some like actual themes that come through throughout the film. Yes, soundtrack's great. I highly recommend checking it out. Yeah, the, great uh, the main the main title theme is very addicting and easy to get easy to get stuck in your head uh, for sure. But yeah, I uh, definitely the cinematography is fantastic in this film mm-hmm. um, for sure. Lots of good um, 
tracking shots around people, just surveying the the area. I think uh, that's a Michael Bay staple for sure. And it's a good form of tracking around people, as opposed to say like Battleship was a cinematographer director trying to emulate Michael Bay's tracking shots. Exactly, exactly. missing everything that makes a tracking (laughs) shot interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Whereas this movie does not. Absolutely, yeah, this film gets it. And they're not afraid to linger on things. Mm -hmm. And there's a a nice, there's a good chunk of moments where you can see it following in the background and there's no attention brought to it. Yes. At all, uh, which Um, is really fantastic. One of my favorite scenes is when they're at the beach, like this uh, vacation home for one of the characters, and you see a girl walk in the background, the character that you you recognize and stuff. So you're like, okay, she's just walking up on the rest of them. Then they show the reveal where she's like, you know, like a like a little road, road yeah, she's inflatable in rotation, the, a fiddle um, tire, whatever we want to say in the water. And you're like, oh no, shit's about to happen. And the then shit, shit does does and actually shit happen. really happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, my favorite things about the film, uh, as you know, I'm a pretty staunch critic of uh, modern horror. And I feel this film is very different in that regards. Like, sorry, like modern horror is in modern, like widely distributed horror. I think it's more fair to say. I'm yeah. not going to shit on indie films because, like, you know, I can't, I can't possibly see everything out there. But this film is very, um, I don't, I'm going to say dated, but dated is not a negative term for this film for me. Dated okay. is in like this feels like a early '80s horror film. Yes. it's not afraid to move. Not, I'm not afraid to take its time. Yeah. To make sure set up suspense, set up the, the scares, the spooks, the specters, literally in this case. Um, it's not afraid to just let you let the film breathe, let you introduce these characters to you, let you get to know them, like them. Like, I think everyone here has a distinct personalities, and they're all likable characters. There's no, like, whoa, dude, uh, like, there's no, you know, it's not, it's not trying to be cynical at all in its, in its um, presentation. Uh, and I like that quite a bit. Yeah, and I think the acting on all the all the uh, the actors is very good as well. Uh, another thing that I liked, as I said to Bill, was that I did appreciate. Uh, I was expecting it to be a ghost that people walk through and shit. And yeah, no, nothing can affect it, and no one that cannot see it can touch it at all. And that was not the case. You know, people were throwing blankets on it to see where it was, mm-hmm. uh, shooting it, which you know clearly it's not completely invincible. No, uh, it's able to be slowed down or temporarily stopped. As it explodes into a cloud of blood. Cloud of blood. Uh, and then goes away for a while, I guess. Yeah. Just, to, uh, you know, got to reset a little bit. Just got to get back together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I appreciated that. You know, the scene where the shit goes down at the beach and the friends get straight up fucked up because of it. Yeah. And then it's like, no quit. Like, nope, okay, this is real. You got it. You got We're it. We're on board. Oh, man. Like, try to hit a chair. The chair just explodes midair. <laughs> gets kicked to, like, the side of everything. It's a pretty intense. Kicks open doors. It obviously has some physical presence to it. So it's yes. not just a not just a. It's not a just a person walking. Yeah, is. exactly, exactly. Um, so like the, there's been some discussion about the themes of the film, like whether it's about trying to say some STDs or something. I know some people said it's very it emulates a dreamlike quality mm-hmm. on how it's shot and how it just kind of flows through, through. I thought that was pretty neat. And there's good interpretations on that, for sure. I, I did remember seeing that the director talked about how he he's not, like, looking to make, like, any sort of, like, direct STD sort of uh, reference or correlation. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, yeah, sex is what puts her life at risk, but sex is also is what it is able to buy her time and yeah, for sure. help save her time and stuff. Uh, so the way he feels about it is just, you know, death is this inevitable thing, mm-hmm. and stuff like sex is also inevitable, but it also lets you escape that, albeit temporarily. Hey, that, that's that, that's right on. And I think that's cool. I think that's a fair sort of idea. It's not just straight up like, hey, this is AIDS. Yeah. You get it? 
AIDS is like a SG yeah. rape ghost coming. It's going to electrocute you to death or snap your leg off and kill, <laughs> rape you brutally at a beach. Yes. That's what AIDS is, right? That's what AIDS is. And if you have sex with someone else, you lose your AIDS for a while. For a while. Until temporary, AIDS temporary, kills that person. Temporary AIDS. So long as that other person's alive, you can't die from AIDS. <laughs> as long as it... Um, yeah, that's great. That's actually that's, man, that's spot on. Very good. Uh, I love that. Um, I guess uh, other... Uh, so, I mean, some side criticisms on my part. Um, I uh, I think the I think the probably only thing I kind of draws me out is I don't understand what the little like seashell like palm thing is supposed to be. Yeah, as soon as I saw, it, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" That's, that the, a, that's the only weird is that thing. That iPad on a seashell because that's amazing. It looks and like I want a little it. flip open like e reader, but then it looks like a cell phone. That if I was gonna pick one thing that's kind of odd in the film, that that's something like uh, besides the stuff that's central to the story and like this world they're creating with the ghosts and stuff, obviously. But that's the one thing. Otherwise, I like the film and the fact that it. Does something I've kind of you don't see too often where it tries to make the film tries to make itself quote unquote like timeless like you can't quite pinpoint when this is supposed to be taking like mm-hmm. the, it's clearly like the, today the, clearly but yeah, there are but... like they have older televisions in their house they drive like this older like station wagon yeah, the theater, yeah, yeah yeah it's not trying to say it's it's trying to keep itself set up so that you know. It's not like three years from now you're gonna look at this film and go, "Wow, this film's dated." Yeah, this was clearly 2011 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like some films do do that. Like this one tries it tries very hard to make you think it could take place. You know, besides a little hand reader, like yeah, anytime. But outside of the little hand, you know, the um, ebook, you know, palm thing, this could easily take place. You know, 80s, 90s. It could. I mean, that their their styles they're wearing aren't necessarily trying to be specific to an yeah, era. Yeah, it's just very. Regular looking, yeah, very, very regular looking clothes. clothes for sure. Every regular looking kids. I, uh, hey, guess what? This is a movie about like you know kids and they're like maybe nineteen twenty and they look mm-hmm. like they're nineteen or twenty, mm-hmm. but they're totally believable in that. It's not like uh, a class classic eighty films or hey, here's a thirty five year old who's an eighteen year old. Yeah, cool. Like Greece. Perfect. Greece is my favorite example. Of Greece that. is the best. And their and their uh, leisure suits in nineteen fifties. So, do you think in the canon of this uh, film, the reason why Detroit is fucked is because of this ghost? Uh no, I think Detroit's fucked because it's just fucking Detroit. Oh, maybe. maybe maybe that's some more symbolism, like the the, uh, the personification of life and death. You have half the city is lively and great, and then the other half is just uh, desolate wasteland. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is truly the future of RoboCop. It is. So, do you think RoboCop could defeat this ghost? Uh, he can't have to see it, but that auto mag that he has definitely could probably shoot it up. That's what I'm saying. Ed, now could Ed 209 take down this ghost? Absolutely. As long as it doesn't go down a uh, no like a manhole, manhole, no hey, no, no manholes no in man- the middle no street, stairs. no no stairs. But what if the ghost is working for OCP? Good Dick Jones hired this ghost. There you go. They'd Maybe to... OCP hired this ghost to clean out Detroit, so new Detroit could come in and so Del- they, they could begin Delta City. Begin Delta City. Uh, okay, well, I think we need to get in touch with the director because we figured out his secret. This Se- is a RoboCop prequel. Se- secret? This is, we have the sequel written. <laughs> uh, apparently, they are working on a sequel. Be obviously, because it's made a bunch of money. And yeah, I, mean, I, uh, I think the director outright said that he may want to get into the main character here tracking down the origin. Yeah, that's another thing I like about the film. It doesn't try to do, like, they don't try to go... You know, some films of this will like, let's go to the library. Look, I found this article on this. I found this book about this. This this is how it is. And it's like, this is like, nope. There's just this thing following. We kind of understand how it works. I like how um, the one uh, character, I forget his name. Um, the one, the main, like. The one that gives her the. Well, no. Um, let me see. I hate when I don't have characters up immediately in front of me. Uh, I think it is Paul. Uh, 
Kier Gilchrist. Um, his they get to the point where it's like, I think it's a realistic point to them where it's like, okay, how do we stop this? Well, we can track it. You know, I think their their plan obviously goes to shit, but I think the general idea is, hey, we'll we'll get it into the pool, then just dump all this stuff into it, try to electrocute it. Yeah, and I think that's that. You know, that's fine. I think some people kind of criticize. I'm like, no, it's a stupid idea because these people are just literally trying to figure out some way to stop this this STD rape ghost. Yeah. So it's pretty cool that way. Uh, but no, the film is really great looking for a $2 million budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't, you know, especially for something that, you know, this kind of budget that got wide release and it has, you know, um, practical effects where it needs them. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, they have to, they do some makeup on the ghosts, a lot yeah. of sets they go to, um, all sorts of stuff. So I really like in that regards. Now, uh, now I had a couple negatives I said. Were there any, like, particular negatives you'd want to talk about that I didn't cover? Or? Uh... I mean, there's nothing that's outright sticks out to me. I just didn't dig the film that much. No, that's totally that's fine. Uh, we've, we've had that many times before. Yeah, yeah. It's just it like it, there's nothing bad, outright bad about the film. You know, it's well made, it's well shot, the music's good, the characters are fine. I think it might move a little too slow for me to build up the suspense. Mm-hmm. Um, and super subjective personal preference. I'm not a huge fan of when there's zero explanation as to what something is. That being said, I also equally don't like when someone finds a, <laughs> a Bing article that explains literally everything. You know, I'm uh, I'm more of a fan of, like, the happy medium. Like, say the the original Nightmare on Elm Street, where mm-hmm. it was like, hey, you know, he's a child killer, and we burned him. But they don't get into, like, how he came back or why he yeah, came exactly. back, stuff like that, where there was something. Um, that, again, that's super subjective. Absolutely. I, I get that. That, that. that can definitely bug somebody. For me, it was fine. It's like... So, you know, there was always those questions of, like, you know, What's uh, there's clearly a logic sometimes to uh, the way the ghost changes shape, like becoming the kid to get through the small hole, mm. or becoming the giant to look over someone. I guess. Yeah, I think it just purely depends. It switches all the time. I think obviously there might be some particulars just uh, for what the director wants to scare people. Like, mm. oh, here's this big dude all of a sudden. Like, but clearly, even as they talk about, they can just look like anything anytime yeah. it wants. It look like someone you love. It can look like someone you don't know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Just you gotta keep an eye out. For Just curious thing. if there's any logic put behind that, like in pre-production. There might be. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to find out. Because, uh, like I said, there obviously is something, but there's all those also other times when it's just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, just random. Why not? It's a ghost. It, you know, it's a ghost. Naked guy on a roof. Yeah. Naked guy. Why is he on the roof? Hey, you know what? <laughs> I, I whatever. And the shot looks great though. Like it looks they're pulling great. away. It's like, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> what is this? It's fantastic. Um, um, I think my other big problem is that the main character, uh, what's her name? Uh, this is um. Let's get the low tech options up here. Uh, that is uh, Micah Monroe, who plays. Micah. Let's get her name up here. Who plays uh, Jamie? Jamie. Okay. Um, huge issue is that Jamie seems to have way more fun in an above ground pool than any real human being does. I mean, She's it, in that all of the time. Well, no person actually swims that much in an above ground pool. I mean, I know people that totally do. Right I mean, out of the what, what are you going to talk about? Are you going to tell my my friends who have above ground pools that they're liars? I, I mean, she's really not having that much fun. She's just like floating in it. It's not <laughs> that's she's how bad. much that's it's showing. Not she's in fun. there with a beach ball in a in a ring going wah <laughs> losing her fucking and going ape shit over this fucking above ground pool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're getting at. She's she's in it a lot. I don't think that's real. You don't think that pool's real? I don't think the pool's real. I think is the, the pool's pool, part of the ghost. Is the pool an STD rape ghost yes, as well? it's also an STD it's rape ghost. developing her, slowly going to get through her pores and kill her. <laughs> so this is in dead shit. You should write the sequel. I should write the sequel. So Robocop and Above Ground Pools are the villains, and it follows again. Um, I'm going to write the sequel where 
Uh, she has sex with an astronaut, and then he goes to the Russian space station for seven years, and the ghost just stands in one spot and stares up at the sky. And no, it, the just, whole movie. it just gets, catches a ride on the spaceship. <laughs> catches a ride on the spaceship. Yeah. I mean, you can easily criticize, like, well, why don't they just go this? Well, they're just, like, some... They're fucking kids. They're, like, they're, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, y- yes, you can ask the question of why doesn't she go to Europe. Yeah. And, like, fuck a guy there or just stay there, like, yeah. because I'm sure she's, like, 19. Yeah, and I'm sure someone did do that at one point, but guess what? Shit just goes bad. There's a point. There's a reason why it's going after her, going after the guy that gave it to her, going after him before that. It's like this pretty, pretty good in that regard. So, uh, so it, it follows. Check it out. Um, it's you know not hard to track down. Obviously, it came out earlier this year. It's on Blu-ray, DVD, on demand, whatever what you want. I'm sure. Oh, uh, I just wanted to say I also appreciated the little subtle statement that uh, the guy from across the street, the cool guy with the mm-hmm. long hair. Uh, it's pretty. Subtle yet obvious that the reason why he doesn't see it following is because he fucks some other chick like immediately afterwards. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Because they just showed one shot of him like having his arm around some chick. Yeah, like his, then, his regular girlfriend. Yeah. I, didn't, I never even thought about that. Yeah. That's cool. And that's why he's like, yeah, I'm not seeing it because, yeah, it's chasing yeah. her. Yeah, that, that's good. I never thought about that. That's there's really a good. lot of nice subtle stuff in this movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I said, ton, this movie does a find. lot right. Mm-hmm. It's I respect the fuck out of this movie for yeah. what it is that it exists that it got any kind of release at all and it did well. Mm-hmm. It did do well. It did pretty well for. It. I mean, considering its budget, it uh, made. Let's see here. Considering it's uh, made 19.1 million on a two million dollar budget, that's good. That's good. That's real that's good. good success. I mean, it's not. It didn't get a super wide release, but wide enough, and I think it definitely has good word of mouth following. Especially, it got like a ninety six percent Rotten Tomatoes, so it was a critic. You know, critics really dug it. So I mean, it definitely found its audience and all that stuff. So. Yeah, and it'll definitely continue to pick up steam because it's very different. And I think that's also maybe also a hindrance for some stuff because it's not a boo scare movie that gets mm-hmm. you know three thousand screens on Halloween. Definitely not. It's not a boo scare movie at all. It's pure. It's more. It's definitely psychological. There's maybe, there's maybe one or two jump scares, but they're deserved. Because mm-hmm. the the movie is building suspense, and you need to have some sort of release a little bit, so get a little boost scare in there. Yeah, but it's not it's not a it's not something jumping in front of the camera. It's mm-hmm. just like a it's cat. not looking through a telescope. There's no cat jumping out of or no, there's no Wolverine jumping out of a uh, a little, little cupboard of a, of a sink in the bathroom. There's none of that in there. So uh, I think uh, final Snake, final Snake, reviews, uh, final stars here. I gave it a four and a half. I give it a three. That's fair. I think that's an average score for what you said was something that was okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. So that sounds great. Check it out, guys. If you do, it follows. It, it, it does follow. Yeah. It's the good word of mouth follows. Absolutely. Absolutely. It. Well, if you have any uh, opinions, you want to get back to us on what you thought about It Follows, or if you, uh, I don't know, uh, you know how the sequel should work. You just let us know at uh, moviefilmsbillandsteve at gmail.com. You can also find us on our Tumblr with all of our episodes listed at moviefilmsbillandsteve.tumblr.com. If you want to go on SoundCloud, they're also always always listed on there. You can find us on uh, Facebook and iTunes. Just look up Movie Films with Bill and Steve. Give us a like or a five-star and subscribe and say, yep, it certainly does follow. You can check out my films, www.silverspotlightfilms.com, or like the Facebook page, facebook.com slash silverspotlightfilms. And of course, there's EMD Movie on Facebook, there's Captain Z the Movie on Facebook. There's all my there's all my shit on Facebook, so check it check it out. Fantastic. And as always, guys, I've been Bill. I've been Rodzinski. Uh, I've been, oh, uh, we're doing that? So, okay, uh, sorry guys. I've been Murphy. I've been Rodzinski. Oh shit, can you, can, you see this, can you see this person here? You mean your wife? Oh, okay. Because she's not there. Ah!